0: It's Sam with uh, Rowdy Alternative, and today we got some of the boys from Lombardy. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic.
1: How about yourself?
0: I'm doing great. Doing great. This is our second attempt at this, and I think we're going to do it just fine this time. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, we're on Johnny's laptop this time and not a uh, 2007 Dell. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I, well, that might help, so we'll, we'll go with it. And if we... Encounter any problems, we'll just power through anyway. So we could, so I'm able to talk to y'all. So let's start out at the beginning here. Uh, well, first off, let's have y'all uh, introduce yourselves because I don't know which one's which. To be completely honest, I got the names here, but I don't know which one's which. Uh, my name is Mike. John. Right. I'm Steve, and Seth is sick at home. Yeah, Seth is All sick. Right.
2: He's
1: our fourth member, but uh, we are Lombardi. We, we awesome. do
0: yeah, prayers up for Seth. Let's hope he. Let's hope we get him back. 4 one for absolutely yeah. excellent. So, guys, let's start here. Uh, just for people who don't know about you guys, uh, how how'd you guys all meet and like when did you all form? Well, uh,
3: I think that I think it,
2: it originates the hinge. <laughs> <laughs> I think jo- Johnny is the center of all of us. I think. <laughs> Well, you met Seth for
3: first. Yeah, yeah. I met I met Seth when I first moved here. A uh, producer I was working with at the time introduced me to Seth. Um, actually, my first like official night in town, and uh, we instantly hit it off. And he and I did like some writing together for a little bit, and then I met Mike at a blues jam uh, at the local uh, one night. Um, my my buddy Ben invited me to, and and I, I met Mike and. I, I was blown away by his plane and then we got to talking and we found out we were both from Maryland um and then uh just just hit it off been bros since and then I met Steve um in like the end of 20 or middle of like 2022 he and I were both auditioning uh, to play for a, a country artist and um ended up both getting a job and went on the road to Kalamazoo, Michigan and <laughs> uh, did sh- Shaky Knees Festival and did some cool stuff together and, and then he and I hit it off and then um, uh, he started playing with me and then Lombardi was was looking to, to add some uh, some fresh meat and, uh, and and Seth had already been playing with us for about a year at that point and then we put Steven in the mix um, kind of at the end of, of, of this past year and it's been uh, I gotta tell you Steve, it's been magical
0: did did you guys gel like right away uh like when you all got together like all four of you
2: oh yeah dude i i was like well i already had a good relationship with johnny uh and i think man i think the first time we jammed mike i don't think you were there i think it was me johnny and seth maybe you were there i i don't know i don't remember if i wasn't there i wouldn't know (laughs) that's true (laughs) But uh, man, I remember Seth came in and said one of the most like offhanded things I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, this guy's hilarious. I'm going to get along with these boys.
0: <laughs> nice. Are, did you all got, did all four of you come from like different styles, like, like musical styles that you prefer to play? Or did, were you all interested in the same kind of music?
1: Yeah, a little all, all over the board. Um. I know uh, like I I grew up on a lot of uh, a lot of blues and a lot of old rock and roll music like 60s, 70s rock.. Um, I know Seth who's not here. he's a big he, he's big into the grunge scene and um, kind of that 90s era and John, you're kind of a little bit all over the place too. You got a little uh, got some 80s rock to you. you got some uh, 50s, 60s old school vibe. You can, if you can tell by this suit,
3: <laughs> I wouldn't do <be> a <laughs> um, I mean, It's He's a Dua
1: Lipa fan.
2: Yeah.
0: None wrong with that. None wrong with that. Dua Lipa is great for many reasons. Um, uh, so, um, when y'all moved to Nashville, when when did you guys move to Nashville? I think it was all different times. You moved Yeah. Time.
1: Well, we, I think you and I have been out here around the same time. We were, we've been here since, like, summer 2018. Yeah, no, yeah. So, like, about five and a half years now. Steve, when did you come out here? 2020,
2: 20, right when COVID hit. Like COVID oh, perfect. Hit. Right time. <laughs> yeah. Well, how
0: how was that? What, in awesome. town when COVID hit, like, what, what was that like uh, as a group, as a band?
3: Well, well, we actually didn't even get started until after, like, COVID, like, yeah wrapping up so okay uh, so mike and i were, we were living uh, together on a house on lombardi avenue mm-hmm. and uh, you know we were all here everyone in the band was we were living together but we were all kind of pursuing different things and then when when covid happened we didn't have like all of our kind of avenues individually were shut down so we had all this like free time to start like jamming and and plan and and uh and it was just kind of like an explosion of creativity and then we we put out the first song like right when 2021 started and that was kind of when at least the natural like stuff was starting to like slowly reopen so we put the first song out in january and like february we had our first gig and we started playing it around town pretty frequently
0: when so before i guess even before you put out your first song as a as a group like um during that time period just since everyone was all you know locked up where weren't, no one was able to do anything people weren't able to work or anything how did you guys, did you guys try to do anything whether it be via social media or that's when like the big boom and like the I, at least from my point of view i saw a lot of musicians go to like like tiktoks or um i saw a lot of like that's where like the video podcasts. uh that's kind of where that started too did you guys try to do any of that or were you focusing just purely on i we want to gel as a band we wanted like you said have this explosion of creativity during that time like what did you guys do to i don't know i guess get your name out there as lombardi
1: well i i think we still uh like, when COVID happened, it, it took us a few months to really kind of, because we were always just jamming together, but it took mm-hmm. us a few months to really, like, start start saying to ourselves, hey, we should actually, like, start our own project. Um, so I feel like we didn't really start writing songs until probably, what, like, September of that, yeah. of 2020. So, like, it's kind of a little bit later on. Um, things are starting to come come back all already. But once we, like, decided to... Do this project like we wrote our first eight songs in two weeks and then went down and re- recorded them and uh kind of just that's where it started and kind of just been going from there
0: right on yeah. uh I
1: think kind of the uh kind of the
3: to harp, harp on your question too like i think like the first kind of as far as like branching out we kind of did was uh we entered the lightning 100 music city mayhem um competition and we made it to like the final four and um and then we got you know a lot of good support from the radio station and and airplay and, and and definitely made some new fans through that um and then you know we were posting a lot on instagram and stuff but that was kind of like the first like cool
0: momentum thing that we, we <laughs> jump on. do You guys uh, uh this reminds me because I wanted to ask you guys. I asked you about it last time but that's right when everything got all weird with the recording. But uh we I saw that you guys played at Winners with the Rage Rowdy uh thing um a couple weeks back now and y'all were like dressed in like hospital garb, I believe. Um that's- is that Yeah, so uh that just like obviously live show has to be like a top priority for you guys, right? Okay.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. We uh we always try to put on the most high energy live show that uh anyone has ever seen. Every time.
0: When when you uh plan for your live show, are there certain like bullet points you try to hit or certain things that you wanna you wanna, you know, spotlight with every every gig you get? Like specifically, this like, is this like afterwards? Uh, for words? uh it can be.
2: <laughs> well, depending on like where your where your podcast falls, one of the things that usually one of us will say is we need to grant them by the nuts.
0: Oh, that's uh, fun to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, not in a physical sense, but in an emotional yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you know, just like attention giving sense, because you know. If you and of course, you're going to be like, ah, what's going on? Yeah. And that, that sort of emotional reaction, I feel like is what we're shooting for with live shows is we want people to like, if you're in a conversation and you hear it start, we want them to stop what they're talking about and be like, whoa, hold on, what's going on on stage? Um, and then stay engaged uh, the whole time too. Like no one, no one gets a break to go to the bar to get another drink. Like you're going to watch us the whole time.
3: So, yeah. We usually that that that's well well put, yeah. Just like I don't know it. We I feel like we never like started out by saying we were gonna put on like the most energetic song. It just kind of like naturally like started forming like going that way. And then I think now it's just kind of like all like a uh, unspoken mindset just like because there's you know there's there's a lot of great like rock bands in Nashville, but there's not like there's not a lot of like hard rock. Mm-hmm. So, at least that i haven't seen so um, yeah we we try to like if it's like a short set like a 30 minute or something it's just all kind of balls to the wall bangers you know you just, even if we have like an hour set we only try to do like one or two max like chiller songs so it's 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 usually as aggressive and high energy as we can as we can do but it's fun it's it's yeah. very fun it's just one set.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I don't live in Nashville. I live in Cincinnati. So I make my way down there a couple times, like a year. I try to. And I've been to quite a few different, uh, like bars or venues down there. Are there any places that you guys get, like, okay, now that place, we're going to play so and so tonight. That's going to be like, like you said, we're going to be able to grab them by the nuts. It's going to be huge. Like, are there any venues that come to mind when you think of, like, that's where we really shine? That's where it's like the most electric? That's a good
3: question. I don't know. Maybe the basement.
1: We've we've played there a few 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 times. Kind of a. I don't know. If, I don't know if you've been there, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of a like a like it's like a basement. You know, it's an underground yeah. Yeah. kind of garagey rock kind of vibe down there. I think suits us. Um,
3: yeah, um, yeah. We we always have good shows there. Um, anytime we have played Whiskey Jam, it's always been a great. Uh, just you know, because it's usually just. As many people packed in the room as possible. So that's been really great. Um, we uh, Seth got us a gig last year at Brooklyn Bowl, Brooklyn Bowl which was pretty amazing. Um, that was a really, I feel like a kind of ground, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I not think we're else.
1: Exit In was fun. Yeah. I did that one. It's a good uh, kind of uh, Nashville staple. Rock venue, um, I don't know. East Nashville's fun too. We got some good
2: spots over
0: there.
2: Yeah. The Cobra, Cobra was the Cobra was cool. Cobra was cool. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. So so all of them, man. <laughs> awesome. That's a well, that's good because like cause, um because like when you th- when I think of Nashville, just not being someone who's down there very much, I would think that like. I just you know the the mind would go to okay country music and like that's what i think a lot of people think who like don't live around there and um obviously now that i've been able to like meet and talk to different bands it's like okay no it's like a huge melting pot um is there how would you describe the rock scene there in comparison to the country scene or the songwriter scene like is it is it alive and well is it rising is it lowering how's it how's it looking
1: I mean, I like to think that it's that that it's rising. I mean, in in Nashville, a country is definitely king and kind of always will be, but there is a rock scene and there's lots of rock, great rock bands here. Um, and I think there's been over the last couple of years, at least from our perspective, uh, a sort of emergence of that of that uh, movement, if you uh, if you can call it that.
3: But um, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Um, yeah, there's there's a few bands that are, that are really great that, that I really like. Um, definitely like all in the different wheelhouse of rock. Like, you know, there's there's some bands that have like classic rock sound. There's some that have know uh, more pop rock or the indie alternative side. Um, so definitely a lot of variety. Um, as far as like heavier bands, i don't know I don't, I don't know too many others just aside from us um but yeah there's there's a cool rock scene i hope it continues to to grow more
0: yeah for sure and that that brings me to this what how would you i, I went and listened to your guys' stuff obviously and it's very unique like that's the, like it's you guys are rock for sure but it's like there's definitely some really cool like different elements that you guys put with your music. How would you guys as the actual band, how would you guys describe Lombardi's style or Lombardi's sound?
1: I think that Lombardi sound, I think what's so cool about it is that it's not like one specific sh- subgenre of rock and it's kind of a little bit of everything. Like we got classic rock sound and songs, we've got Grunge sounding songs. We got more modern rock sounding songs. We have got hard rock, uh, some drop C sharp tuning country stuff. We got we, we got country songs. We got like kind of cowboy songs. We got kind of some pop rock songs. So it's like a little a little bit of everything, um, which I like personally. I think that's yeah. it keeps it fresh and it kind of keeps us always uh, doesn't keep us boxed into one thing, which I think as as a band and as you know musical artist, that's important yeah and i, I think that just kind of comes from us
3: leaning in on all of our all of our collective influences um and uh and you know because because you know Seth's not here he, he's a fantastic writer too
0: he's, he's one of the
3: best writers in, in nashville um and uh you know so everyone in the, in the group writes and and has you know contributes and but the the new record that we we just uh, recorded that we're gonna uh, start getting ready to release, um I feel like it's a very refined uh, sound of kind of all those genres that that Mike mentioned uh, I feel like it, it sounds like we took our 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 strengths as a band mm-hmm. into different genres and kind of refined it into like one record. So very excited about that.
0: yeah, awesome. So when um. Around uh town is there, I always find this interesting because it's always a different answer from everyone. Um, when you look at the other groups, uh, that you guys surround yourself with, do you see more of? Is there more of a camaraderie aspect to where everyone's just like rooting everyone on? Is there more of a competition aspect to where it's like all for nothing? Is there a healthy mix of both? How do you guys see it from your point of view?
1: I think you'll always get a little bit of both, but, um, I feel like the people that we surround ourselves with personally, I think everyone is usually very supportive of one, one another. And, um, which is great. I mean, Nashville's a great, a great music town and, uh, you know, it's, it's good to be surrounded by a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. I,
3: I completely agree. I feel like we've always had a lot of support, um, and a lot, of, a lot of love, um, especially in the, the national community um i feel, like personally i've never really experienced like the c- competition feeling like since i since i moved here personally i could definitely see how the country scene uh could be very competitive just because it's, it's in that like music city machine industry side yeah. i feel like with what we do um both as a band and individually we're like we're in our own kind of, uh, sub Nashville world. And, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's a very welcoming kind of, uh, I mean, that's, that's my person.
0: Yeah. So let's, uh, that's interesting. So let's go in on that a bit, the whole like industry, country music, uh, side of it, which, yeah, like you explained, like that's what Nashville is. Like that's what it's going to always be being Nashville. It's country music. Um, how is that different, like, specifically between, like, how do you guys go about, I guess you could call it the business side or the industry side mm-hmm. of it, when you try to get your stuff out there and listen to and all that? How is your your guys' method different than, like, you know, like, being a country artist, wanting to just, you know, get on the radio, going through that whole process that's pretty much, you know... Rinse and repeat the same thing same old song and dance that you hear from all these country guys is it different for what you guys in the rock world deal with at all well i think it might be uh
1: that we at least in our situation like um it's kind of a independent you know diy kind of deal you know we are always um which is nice too because like creatively it's not like you're you're boxed in by whatever like a label or a management company is telling you we kind of just do our own thing and do what what we want to do and make the music we want to make and uh you know make the the content and the videos and the you know um album covers that that we that we want and then when it comes to putting songs out and promoting them that's all us too like you know we kind of uh we we call it war rooming. We kind of all uh, <laughs> gather around on our computers and whatnot, and uh, just shoot off. You know, if we got a, a release that's out, we like are shooting that off to whether it's radio people, um, you know, playlist people. Uh, same goes for for booking too. For booking at, at at venues and trying to put together tours. And I don't know if y'all have anything to add to that, but
3: yeah, I think it's. Uh, um, like there's definitely a lot of uh, pros to being indie um obviously there's a lot of pressing label or team But but feel like a label would wouldn't let us wear hospital sure.
2: <laughs> Yeah right to moves slightly like, more slowly under a label because there's like a- If you have an idea or something you want to do, it's going to run by so many more people and get a thumbs up from everybody versus, you know, where we're at. If we have an idea, if it's, you know, if it's majority, let's go with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for us, like, we've,
3: we've never, like, tried to write for, like, radio or anything like we just we just write what feels good and and what feels like a complete song
2: and like what's like fun for us to that you know we want to we want to play and
3: uh what, what what you're what you're saying about the the grandkids
1: oh yeah i our uh our goal as lombardi arts in, in general is uh, solely to uh make our grandkids think that we're cool Okay. <laughs> that.
2: Dude, that's a great. Ball.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's beautiful.
3: Yeah, that guides a lot of uh, decision making in the group.
0: Yeah, that I've never heard that kind of thought. Pro- but I mean, if you think about it, it's like when you so like you think of like these old bands. So like, say these I don't know eighties, nineties bands. Like they. Ah man, that's interesting. Like when they put stuff out now, let's say and I'm just pulling a random band like Rat or like a band like from that era. Like, you know, Rat was cool in the 80s. I like Rat. They had some badass shit back then. But it's like if they put an album out now, like, odds are just going by like how shit usually goes with bands from that era. Which, you know, you could argue the the hair metal shit is a little that's always been kind of cheesy. But maybe that was a bad example. But, like, what is it, just from your guys' opinion, that is it just a loss of creativity? Is it like more of a label, like getting in your ear and telling you what you can and can't do that makes it, like you said, like not as cool to your grandkids? Or, like, is there a certain thing that you guys try to stay away from? There's no
1: necessarily anything we try to stay away from. I think it's just, at the end of the day, it's just. We just want to do what we want to do.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, fair. Uh, so, is 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 the indie? Uh, is that what you guys are gonna try and stay on, or if like if a label does come knocking, are you gonna like like what is, is that your plan to write it out as independent? And
2: there's so many like so many layers to that question. <laughs> I, I think we're I think we're open to anything. Open to the right. Uh, opportunity i think Besides, i think definitely
3: acquiring some team pieces mm-hmm. like i would love I, I think we would all love uh and then you're to get a booking agent on our team is like we would we really want to like our at least in my opinion our like sweet spot is the live show yeah. experience yep. so i think like getting us on the road like it, like on a support tour opening for someone um in our genre would be would be really great um and then like i mean there's a couple like there's a couple late like i would love like goal for us to be with like third man records or like dan Box like easy Eye or something. yeah like a place that like makes sense to our our genre kind of attitude towards music um but yeah, I think I think once once we get this first song out of the next record, I think it's just going to be like head of the metal and just kind of what Mike said, like just doing what we want, when we want.
0: Yeah, for sure. So like and you mentioned like supporting a, a band on tour. Are there any that come to mind that's like on your wish list you'd like to be torn around with?
3: There's a lot. I mean, Wolf Mother would be cool. <laughs>
0: oh, damn. I haven't heard from yeah. them in a while.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, like, Foo Fighters, Black Keys, Art Monkeys, Gary Clark Jr. I mean, there's there's so many. Uh, Cage the Elephant. Uh, 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 Red Clay Strays would be sick. Um, and the, the, the cool thing, too, is like we, like, you know, we are talking about earlier, and we have a lot of different sounds in the rock world Mm -hmm. so we could easily do a 30 45 minute set of our pop rock stuff or a 30 45 minute set of our metal stuff or a 34 minute set of our country rock stuff you know so i think i think we're very flexible with who we could be a good support act for (laughs) do (laughs) it
2: yeah
0: and that will also help you bring up like your country stuff your rock stuff all that uh like wouldn't that also help like with like the big festivals too? Like you have like you could play it louder than life or you could play it with, with your rock stuff or your metal stuff or you could play out in Oklahoma at, like born and raised with your country rock stuff like has what do Well first, have you guys have you guys played at, like a festival or anything like that? We play
1: some some festivals. We I mean, we we love festivals. We'll uh, hop on to
3: you know any of them that we can
2: get, For the yeah. most part, festival bicycles, if you will, we let any festival ride us. Utopia <laughs> cool. in Texas. Oh yeah, that was a cool one. That was the cool. coolest festival I've ever been to.
0: Yeah, I don't think oh. I heard of that one.
1: It's down in uh, Burnet, Texas, and uh, which I think is like about an hour outside of Austin.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, uh, you uh, got a real southern like
2: when you said
1: that. Okay, let talking about Austin, Texas. You know. <laughs> so, but, uh, like, 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 yeah. a fun festival. It's like out on some some Texans. Uh, I don't even know what you call homestead. Homestead, yeah. It's just about thousand <laughs> acres of land that just has nothing on it except for like campgrounds and dude, America. Yeah, it's like a it's like a down. it's like a mom and pop Bonnaroo
3: essentially. Yeah,
0: nah, it's <laughs> sweet. Well, that did, was, yeah, that sounds badass.
1: Tomato art fest
3: um, here in town was fun. We did
0: that one. although it was about one hundred
1: and twenty-seven degrees outside. Yeah, but uh, that was a good one. Yeah, are, are are they as uh
0: are like you say you like festivals and and like everyone does, but like are they as are they as miserable as it sounds being like a band there? Like you mentioned the heat or like. The organization, I hear some guys talk about, like, the organization just ruins it for them, depending on what the festival is. Like, obviously, they're ran different. Like, what was your experience playing them?
1: I think we've always had good experiences. I think the festivals we have played have been very well organized, and uh, we haven't had any issues with that. But I have heard some horror stories, though, from some people. I can see
3: how
2: they could go wrong. I just personally haven't, haven't seen it.
0: Well, that's yeah, because uh, we I went to with Nick. Who you guys met Nick right for Razorati? Oh, yeah. yeah, him and I went to uh, Lower Than Life back in September, and like it was my first. Like, thought was like, this is going to be so like hectic because like they had I want to say four maybe five different stages, and it's like like in how and so many bands, and you just you know you automatically think like, damn, how are they gonna like. How's this gonna run? Like back to back to back, all these bands, and it's pretty nuts. Like like at least on the main stage, because obviously the other stages are farther away, and you could like have bands playing there whenever, like during the main stage's set. And it is pretty nuts how um, like they had Megadeth playing on the left, and there was a stage di- like directly to the right of it, and as soon as Megadeth finished. They gave it, maybe you had like five minutes and then boom, Limp Biscuits on. It, it just blows my mind about how it is. Just like it, it can be really smooth. But um, yeah, but uh, you mentioned Texas, by the way, because I, I, f- I, f- I focus on a lot of like Texas artists just because that's kind of where like my interest stemmed from originally. And were, were you guys, are you guys, do you guys get out there a lot by chance?
1: We've been down, we've been to Austin a, a few times. And we, like we said, we, we played that one festival, Utopia Fest, out in Texas. Um, I'm trying to think. We've been out, have we been
3: out there for, for anything else? Oh, thanks. Uh, a couple shows in Austin. Uh, yeah, the festival. We, like,
1: stayed a night in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I mean, we love Texas, and, like, we would love to play there more. Um, I mean, like I said, we, we, we played Austin a few times. We love Austin. Um, but we would love to get out more to, like, Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, Houston College Station
2: Waxahachie uh, Waxahachie Wax yeah thanks to our yeah Corpus Christi Corpus Christi that's a great uh, El Paso uh, Mexico City
0: play yeah Michigan <laughs> so everywhere you want to play everywhere oh, yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. You- I, I Because I was wondering, because uh, like Texas right now, it's kind of like kind of I'm seeing it. It's been going on there for a while, but now I'm seeing it a lot with around Nashville. Like they just did like a 180. And now it's like you think of Texas music, you think, okay, Texas country. But no, man, it's like rock is popping out there right now. Like you got you guys who did do country are now rock artists and and it's fucking nuts to see. So, like, I was just thinking, like, you guys would probably kill out there if, like, you know, if you get, like, more dates out there and stuff, you could probably get a pretty big fan base out there uh, just because of that. And um so and do you think that, um like, with the whole genre thing and, like, I feel like it's being more normalized now to where the genre lines are, like, blurred and it doesn't really matter what you label yourself as do you guys really put yourself in like a certain genre or do you think it's important to be put in a certain genre or like, what are your guys' thoughts on that?
2: Personally, just speaking for myself, I think trying to classify yourself as a genre uh, from an artist's standpoint is more of a hindrance because the way that the way that streaming services and listening platforms will advertise you, are pretty strict based on what genre box you place yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, so personally, you know, does most of our stuff fall in the rock category? Yes. And so we'd probably put rock, but I think, I think as a general rule of thumb, putting ourselves in the box of rock, then if we did something that was outside of rock, it'd be really hard to push that because we've already you know like boxed ourselves up in this i i get get why genre is helpful um but i don't like that you're almost required to list yourself as here's what i am this is all i will ever provide to you i think it's you know it can end up being more of a something that can hold you back
0: yeah and and now that this is just me being ignorant to how that side of it works, can you change that? Like literally like say you're like in the rock category on iTunes or whatever, like, or Apple music. Now, I don't know if iTunes is even still around, but if you would like put yourself in the rock category, can you change that? Or are you stuck there? Like on the actual yeah, service? Yeah,
2: I guess it is metal. So
1: maybe you yeah, don't know who decides that.
3: i know if it's an algorithm thing or what you can um. Any good. You can uh you can edit Um pretty much for every release now, whether it's a single or an EP, you can pick the genre of that release and that's gonna okay. show up uh, on the DSPs and all that. And then with like Spotify and Amazon and all that stuff, you can you can submit directly to curators. And then you have to choose like three specific genres, which Steve was mentioning are like very Good, um, good
1: girl. Penny agrees.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. she's so, like, man, that sucks.
3: So, uh, so yeah, yeah, you, you can kind of change it. Yeah, you know, like you said with with the way people consume now and 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 all you that, know, I, I feel like like genre will always exist but at the same time it, it i feel like it matters not a ton anymore. it's yeah. almost like a song by song
2: basis now right personally my listening i don't listen for an artist for their genre i either like their music or their music doesn't appeal to me i don't care how they classify themselves
0: yeah yeah i mean because i was always wondering that how that like worked like from the actual like putting your music onto a onto a platform or whatever and like how they classify it and um yeah is uh so is that like i've been hearing horror stories forever now about like streaming and like it's pretty common knowledge now that bands can't really make anything off of it so do do you guys and that makes bands focus more on like not focus more, but they get more out of their touring or their merchandise. Is that, do you guys like put a lot of like focus into your merch or any other avenue to like actually like make money on?
1: Well, you're right. I mean, bands these days, the way you really make money is playing shows and uh, selling merch. Um, so you're not going to really sell too many CDs or cassettes these days, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, you might you might sell vinyl, but um, yeah, we uh, I'd say uh, we need to update our merch a bit, but uh, but we've we, we've done a lot of merch in the past, and um, yeah, we're always trying. That's one of the reasons. I mean, we we love playing live shows. That that that's how you know, um, not not only how you can make some money to fund you know other stuff for for the band, but you know that's how you make that's how you make fans mm-hmm. at at the end of the day. Yeah how you grow kind of at like a grassroots level that's how you um that's how you get that, get an audience right yeah uh yeah we're, we're definitely too like you know still
3: um still being a younger band i mean like we're still in the uh as a, as a band slash business still in the investment so it's like we're getting
2: stuff there continuing to go you
3: know I don't think it yet it's in place so... yeah I say there's was still more on with the investment side but hopefully it's space continue to grow.
0: Yeah, and uh, you mentioned vinyl. Is that some, is that something you guys are interested in going down that path? The whole vinyl thing, because that is hot right now, and and it's uh, I I hear either it turns out great or usually they say it didn't turn out well, but we're glad we did it because vinyl's cool. So like, is that something you guys have like considered at all?
1: I mean, we would love to do do some vinyl. We've only done CDs in the in the past, but uh, vinyl is king. Yeah,
3: I I think this next record,
1: uh, we should definitely
3: explore that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, let's talk about your next record. Uh, You said that um, you just finished recording it, or you're still recording it?
1: End of last year. uh, Oh, okay. It's currently in the the, uh, mixing stage right now.
0: So what 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 can we expect from that? Is there like a certain sound you guys are going for? Is there a certain like avenue you guys are taking? Like give us a rundown on that.
1: Kind of like what we've done in the past is it's it's a mix of a lot of things. Uh we got some uh, we got some grunge sound and stuff. We got some southern rock kind of stuff. We got a cowboy tune on there. We got uh some kind of popier like Disco y kind of vibes. It's a little bit of everything. Um, I will say, comparatively to like our, our previous music that we've released, I think it's a, uh, it's a very mature sound. I think, um, the sounds we got on this record, uh, we, we recorded over at East Irish Studios in, in Nashville and just, just, just the raw sounds that we got, um, I think sound like some of the best that we've, that we've
2: recorded. Oh, um, definitely. It's it sounds like a big record. I've never heard Ross that were like so perfect for what we got. It's like, do we even want to mix it, or can we just leave it? Leave it. Oh, on? really? We're getting it mixed, but <laughs> it did draw something.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: definitely refined, uh, m- uh, mature. Uh, there's a lot of variety, but it still feels very cohesive from mm-hmm. start to. The- and uh yeah i think it's just you know it's a result of of being a band for a couple years and like to me it's like everything up to this point sounds like it was like in preparation to get to this record and and this record feels kind of like the arrival of like what the band
0: is got it where did you uh, say you recorded again
3: east iris studios uh, it's over in Berry Hill by like Blackbird, kind of over in that area. It's a it's an amazing studio. How,
0: how was your experience recording there? Is it because I know it's like some? Well, do you, is how long have you been recording like at a studio? I know some people like they've been do, they have their own DIY setup. They or like they're different situations. How long have you guys been recording there? Well, so this was the first, at least for this
1: project. This is the first time we've. um, Recorded music there. Um, in the past, we've recorded. We we, we record a record. Um, like our first record was recorded in a in a living room on like a three hundred dollar interface. Uh, our second first our, our second record was uh recorded down in, in Muscle Shoals, and uh, this record is our first record that we did in in Nashville. And um, yeah, East Iris is just an amazing studio. Um, uh, just the equipment they have, like the engineers they have running it, um just top of the line stuff and uh I think you'll really be able to hear that on this record
2: when it does come out. Hell yeah. Uh selfishly as the uh, as the drummer, the tracking engineer is also a drummer, so like as far as capturing those raw drum sounds, I haven't found somebody who doesn't matter then. Um, uh, Trent, who's the tracking engineer over at East Iris, like you know, when I go to record somewhere, I'm usually like, All right, I'm bringing all my cymbals, snare drums, I'm bringing all this stuff. When I'm recording with Trent, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm gonna bring anything because what he's gonna have set up for me, ready to roll, is probably better than what I have. And uh, just his ability to capture those raw sounds is insane.
0: Nice. So, do you got? Is it uh, just you guys on this upcoming uh, record? Do you guys have like any like guest personnel coming in, or like anyone else uh, lending a hand? or Just you.
1: Yeah, no, just just us four. Nice. Talks, uh, Paula Abdul. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's a Paula. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: laughs> it's kind of an embarrassing awesome situation, but uh, <laughs> we passed it. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's just the four of us on the whole record. No, no features.
0: No features. You don't need features. Not, uh, not with the band like y'all. But, uh, what what do you guys got coming up with uh touring or uh got any cool shows planned?
1: Playing this week. This week yeah, we got Friday. we got a show on Friday over at uh, over at the East Room here in Nashville. Yeah, that'll be fun. We we haven't played there
3: since since our first year as a band, and that that was a, a killer show. I mean, yeah. Now we're
1: really looking forward to coming back. So it's gonna be good good night.
3: That'll be awesome Friday night. Yeah, got a got a good uh good slot, and then uh, we're uh, we're planning with Seth uh, starting like a um, a kind of like a whiskey jam esque event of our own. But rather than doing it like weekly, it'd be like a a quarterly kind of thing. Uh, but it'd be specifically for the rock scene in Nashville. Um, so we want to really kind of be able to like spearhead to cultivate like a, kind of helping lead the charge of like the rock scene here in town. So um, we have a really cool concept and idea for that. So we're just kind of looking for venues to partner with right now and potential sponsors for that. And uh, and then, yeah, just kind of start lining up some more stuff around our uh, song releases for the rest of the year. So definitely in the planning stages as of- well.
0: Hell yeah! And uh, when you talk about like spearheading that that kind of rock movement out there uh, with your your plans there, uh, are there any bands that that come to mind like that? You guys like these guys are coming up with this like the, these guys are the real deal. Like I know, uh, like I don't know if you guys are familiar with Revelry uh, down there in Nashville. They're they're pretty damn good rock band. Uh, we had Fox and Veed on here uh, last week. Uh, are, are there any groups that you guys think like they are gonna come up with us. We're gonna be like the next big thing around here in the rock uh, genre.
2: I
1: mean, those are two great, great bands right right there, Fox and V So at the Rays Rowdy event, they they played right after us, and uh, we oh, we got to hang with those dudes uh, later on that night. We all went to Red, Red Door and uh, chatted yeah. up, and uh, yeah, and I think uh, I think we'll definitely uh, there. There'll definitely be some shows in the in the future with those guys. Those are some. Good, good dudes.
3: Yeah, there's there's some other bands too. Um, uh, Friends of ours, Multi Ultra, uh, JT Lux, Foxy's, some 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 of those bands we've already done stuff with. we um, have yeah, good good friendships with. Yeah, I think the, the goal is for each each one that we do to switch the lineup up, and and we've talked about. Um, Eventually, having like a theme kind of night. So, like, one of them will be more, uh, you know, it could be a grunge night, one could be a southern rock night. And then we'll do songs in our catalog that fit that theme and what bands are just that fit that
0: style as well. So,
3: love to kind of touch on all the different sides of like natural rock.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you put it that way, I mean, that, that's that's good for Nashville Rock, but really good for y'all if you could, like you said, you have like a Southern, night, uh, Southern Rock night or a Grunge night, because then, like you said, you could get all your guys' stuff out there and, like, its entirety to, like, show, like, the diversiveness and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's a pretty good idea. It would be called Music City Mosh. Ooh. Mosh Club.
3: Mosh Club. New City Maj Club. That was a
0: that was a Seth Seth idea. Hell yeah, I, I like that. Well, boys, uh, thanks for hopping on here with me. I appreciate. It. I'm glad we could finally do this.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so, won't you tell everyone like where they could find you or uh, about your upcoming music when or where to see you, anything like that? The floor is yours.
1: Yeah. So the band's name is Lombardi with a Y. Uh, find us for what? On Instagram, at Lombardi underscore band. Uh, I think it's the same for TikTok, um, Facebook, all that. Uh, clapper. What is it? Clapper. <laughs> what is Clapper? It's like a American version of TikTok. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got a show this Friday. Uh, I don't know when this podcast is being re- released, but Friday. I m- think.
0: I think oh, it's coming out tomorrow, to be honest saying, with you. <laughs> if I everything goes right.
1: <laughs> East Room in Nashville, Tennessee, any Nashville people listening to
2: this, come on out.
1: It's going to be a incredible show.
2: Anyone who comes to that show, Jonathan has vowed to make a personal phone call to their mother. <laughs> so that's an incentive right there. Yeah.
0: Who want that? Awesome. Uh, Do you guys are you guys big big on the whole TikTok thing? Because I I, some people love it, some people hate it, some people don't even do it.
1: We're not big yet, but I think uh, we're gonna start rolling out some stuff here. It's it's coming with this record. Yeah, once we start uh, gearing up to put these new songs out for this new record, I think we're gonna be on it way more often (laughs) than we we have been. In fact,
3: we actually right after this podcast, we actually might uh, have a very exciting first piece of content. <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll be uh we'll be cranking out the social social stuff pretty much.
0: so hell yeah well guys like i said thanks for hopping on i'm glad we do this hop on anytime y'all want We could. it's always fun talking to you guys so um Yeah. Thanks a lot. And everyone check out Lombardi on the socials, listen to their music and also check us out at Rowdy Alternative on all the socials. Uh, Visit uh, RageRowdy.com for other content and we'll see you next time.